This is an ABC podcast. Hello there. My name's Ruby, and welcome to News Time. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. This is a show where we count down five news stories from right around the world. But I need your help. Are you ready to count down today's stories with me? Yes, we're ready. Excellent. Take it away. Story number five. This week, it's World Immunisation Week. You might not have heard of it before, but it happens every year. This year, the theme of Immunisation Week is Vaccines Work For All. So, what exactly are we talking about here? Immunisation. It's kind of like a needle or something. It makes you not be able to get sick. Yes, immunisations keep our bodies fit and healthy. And that all starts with a needle filled with a vaccine. It gives you a little bit of the virus to make you, I guess, immune. Bingo! To make a vaccine, scientists look very closely at the germs that can make us sick. Then they take a very small part of that germ and they put it in the vaccine. When that little bit of germ goes into your body, your immune system fights it off. Then it knows what to do if a big dose of those germs comes along. That's what we call immunity. I think that's clever because it's like telling you what to fight. It's very clever. There are vaccines for all different kinds of sicknesses. Right now, scientists are working hard on making a vaccine for the sickness everyone is talking about, the coronavirus. It'll take a while to make the perfect vaccine, though, because we have to make sure it's extra safe. It sort of hurts. You just have to shut your eyes. It's pretty painful, but now that I'm a bit older, it's not that painful anymore. You're right. Getting a needle can be a little bit scary, but getting vaccinated is really really important for all of us and vaccines work best when lots of us get them. When more people are immune to a nasty illness, it's harder for it to spread. Because some people can get really sick and that medicine stops it and it makes it slow down. Pretty amazing, huh? Alright, where are we headed next? Story number four. Ooh, can you hear that? It's a bristle bird. What a lovely sound. It's kind of small, like a robin. Its claws are quite sharp. It looks cute and chubby. Maybe it's in its tree. Well, this one is safely back in its tree, but the poor little thing has been on a wild ride to get there. In fact, It's just come home after a helicopter rescue mission. What the heck? Okay, let me explain. This little bristle bird is part of an endangered species. It means there's not a lot of them. They could die out if we're not careful. Yep, endangered means there aren't many of them left in the wild anymore. And in February, this little birdie and some of its friends had to leave their home in Malakuta down in Victoria because it wasn't safe. There was a big fire there. So an army helicopter went on a mission to go and get them and take them to the Melbourne Zoo. Since they were from the wild, they weren't used to being in the zoo. 
and you don't have a ginormous space, you just have this like little cage or something. Zoos are more locked up and stuff, so they couldn't fly around really. Yeah, it's not usually a good idea to take wild animals away from their homes, but in this case, there was no other choice. After a few months in the Melbourne Zoo, when the fires were well and truly out, the bristle birds were allowed to go back home. I bet they're happy to be back in the bush where they belong. OK, let's swoop on over to our next story. Story number... Oh, is that slow enough? Oh, OK, story number three. Plastic. It can be oh so fantastic. We use it to make lots of things. But we know it can be not so fantastic too, especially when it comes to our environment. That's why it's super important to reuse and recycle as much plastic as we can. It stops it from going into the ocean. So fish don't eat it. That's right. But you know, even if we recycle there's still a lot of new plastic being made every day and it's such strong stuff that it takes a really long time to break down. For about 10 years. Well, one plastic bag takes about 20 years to break down. A plastic straw? That can take 200 years. A plastic bottle? 500 years. Ugh! It's a big problem. And it needs a creative solution. Become a king and say, Hey, hey, do not use plastic anymore. Well, Your Highness, that is a great idea. And here's one way we might be able to get rid of the plastic we do use. Scientists are hard at work making a special plastic-eating enzyme. What's an enzyme? An enzyme is a protein that helps break things down. Our tummies are full of enzymes. They're in charge of digesting all our food. But instead of digesting our breakfast and dinner, these new enzymes munch on plastic. In fact, when scientists were testing this enzyme, they found out that it could get through one tonne of plastic in one night. That's like a rhinoceros-sized amount of plastic. These scientists reckon these plastic-eating enzymes won't be ready for a while. They've got to do some more tests. So in the meantime, we have to keep up all our good work and look after our planet. OK, on to our next story. Story number two. Do you know what an engineer does? It's someone who basically creates and fixes machinery. Spot on. Engineers build and fix all kinds of things, like machines and engines and big structures like bridges and highways and railroads. Can you think of other things an engineer might make? Rockets. Phones and TVs. And maybe Lego engineers. And toilets. <laughs> well, we do definitely need engineers to take care of the stuff that gets flushed down the toilet. But this story is about a team of race engineers from Queensland. They fix race cars and sometimes modify them. When the race car people come around, they check on the car and do stuff on it. Yes, usually these engineers make parts for race car engines and help drivers win their races. 
But right now, there aren't any races on because everyone's staying home to help stop coronavirus spreading. So these engineers have decided to put their skills to good use while they wait. They're making a special new kind of ventilator. A ventilator is a machine that doctors and nurses use to help people breathe. Lots of hospitals need ventilators right now because coronavirus gives people a big cough and can make it tricky for them to breathe properly. They're two very different things because the people who make cars aren't doctors and they're not used to making that sort of a thing. That's true. Cars and ventilators are pretty different. But making them, surprisingly, takes similar skills. These engineers worked together with doctors to create a small ventilator with a battery so it can be used anywhere. The teams also shared their new design for free with other engineers all around the world. Great teamwork, I reckon. Because then other engineers can go, oh, that's a good idea, and they, they might get the recipe how to make it, and then they make it, and then they can give it to even more people. That's right, and they can add their ideas in to make the best ventilator possible. All right, racers, let's zoom on over to our very last story. Story number one. It was International Dance Day this week, a day where we move and groove and celebrate dancing right around the world. Um, you may step around, you may spin, and you can do loads of fun stuff when you're dancing. It's somewhere where you move your body in cool and pretty ways. Exploring, moving your body around and having fun. It's the moving and grooving is what it is. That's exactly what it is. There are lots of different ways to dance. You can tap dance. Or samba. Or pirouettes like a ballet dancer. So many fun ways to have a boogie. I love to dance. Dancing is an important way of communicating too. When we dance, we express ourselves. We don't speak, but we use our bodies to show the world how we feel. I think when someone calls it a language of their own, it's nice because not everyone has to be at the same country or have the same background. Everyone can dance. It makes me feel happy or sad because it can change how you feel. Absolutely. Dancing can be used to tell stories. It's an important part of lots of cultures too, right around the world. Not to mention, it's a great way to have fun and to stay fit and healthy. It's like a sport because you have to move around for it. Like if you go to a dance lesson and it's good if it's a rainy day and you can't go outside. Great idea! In fact, how about we turn up the music and have a little dance party right now? Oh, happy dance day, everyone! That was fun! And that's the end of our countdown. Thank you so much for your ideas and all your sweet dance moves. I'm off to look for some more stories for next week's show. I'll catch you then. Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. See you later.